Bachelor Rush Hour. I hope everyone's doing fantastic on this Monday morning following Thanksgiving. Did everyone have a fantastic Thanksgiving? I got to tell you, it is one of my favorite, if not my favorite holidays. There is no corporate greed. There is no uh, religious uh, divide. There'll be some political divides as we break bread with someone we've trash talked for the last 11 months and three weeks. Uh, But it is a holiday where we get to shed and share grace and thanks for all the things we're happy for. And I am so overcome with joy that I've been hanging out with family. Spent five days in Kentucky, which by the way, it flew by. Not, there's, I've, I, I, I never thought that, um, that, that, that getting married would, um, I, I never thought of the aspect of getting married that involved uh, getting a second family. But Tasha, my wife's parents and siblings, and aunts and uncles, they are, they are just so kind and generous. It is really nice to be an in-law. The in-law is a safe place to be. You don't have parent. You don't. They don't get to judge you from uh, your yourself that you were back in the day. Whereas, of course, we know our close family. My mom still calls me cheap, which is so annoying because it's like, hey, mom, maybe I wouldn't have been cheap if you paid me a living wage to go mow the lawn. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I was cheap. I was 14. I didn't have a job. I wanted an ice cream cone. You know, it's super annoying. But hey, that's what family does, right? Family will lean on uh, the worst versions of you. Hey, remember when you were seven? No, I remember. I remember my mom a couple days ago. She she started telling Tasha about an ex girlfriend, and I was like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" I just cut her off. I was like, "What are you doing?" Like Tasha's laughing right now, but she's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, tell me more about Deborah." I made the name Deborah up, but the point being, it's like our family's just trying to sabotage. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can we just? But either with all that said, the family's their family's great. It's Monday morning as I'm recording this because you know now we're on, now that we're on East Coast time, I'm able to get my videos done a little bit earlier in the day. So the three videos I'm gonna share with you. Uh, the audio versions of that are two Greg and Victoria videos and then one Brandon and Serene. We're going to play the interview Brandon and Serene did on Talking It Out podcast. So I'm not going to do much time uh, sort of setting these interviews up, but I'm going to play them for you right now and if you're a member of the Patreon, which is a private membership-only community, I will have for you guys the full stand-up set for my show Saturday night. It went pretty well. We had a sold-out crowd. The audience was white-hot, very good people. Um, yeah, we had. I mean, it was a small. It was a small brewery, so you, the stage was right next to all the brewery vats. It was just pretty cool. Really cool ambiance. The place is called Rejects Beer Co. If you're ever in Newport, it's a really cool spot to go grab a beer off the beaten path, right near the first beach, um, near Easton's Beach. So it was tons of fun. It was great to see friends, family. I saw friends I hadn't seen in literally over a decade. It was just amazing. And also you guys that came out. We had a couple of you guys came out. Some some of you, um, our friends in Tewksbury. I think she's said she listens to bachelor rush hour um uh i think maybe to go to bed or wake up either way her husband goes i hear you every morning and he was the nicest guy the strongest guy he was huge i was like oh my my audience could uh could be a good army for us if we ever need it but it's always good to see the husbands of the wives that come out and support their wife because it's like i always say this you know and not not to be all sexist here but you know sometimes uh, you know your wife might like ballet 
In ballet, it's like, fine. But if you don't like ballet, that would be very tough to go to ballet with her. But your wife likes a male stand-up comedian, so you get to come to a stand-up comedy show. That's not the worst thing in the world, right? So good compromise there. And we appreciate everyone that came out to support live stand-up comedy. Next shows are Thursday and Friday night in New York City. We'll be flying to New York tomorrow. So I'm going to have to get up extra early tomorrow to make content. So we have content ready. You might actually get some airport content from me. We have a flight from Boston to New York, so there'll be a lot of commuting tomorrow. And then we stay in Chelsea, New York City, of course, home of some very great culture right near Greenwich Village. And uh, oh, just my favorite area. My fa- So I was so excited for that. So excited to see all of our family and share that love, but also that I can keep connecting with you guys. If you haven't already, make sure to um, subscribe, hit the follow button. And if you haven't, leave a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, as you probably know. We don't have many, but we have those people that are trying to control us. Talk about this. Do that. Don't do this. Stay in your lane. And they're, of course, giving us those lowly one-star reviews. So let's drown out that noise with that five-star love. All right. Without further ado, here's our first video. And this video is uh, Victoria um, Fuller's deleted TikTok. Have a listen. All right. So here it is. Let's play the clip. Uh, the TikTok doesn't really matter, but it's um, it's a uh, uh, been deleted by Victoria's page. So let's just play a clip here. So it's um song singing this is truly gifted. And then it's Greg Rippo singing and then she turns the volume down. Apparently. Hold on, we just lost it here. And um So can't I gotta talk over this music because it's copywritten. And then it cuts to her with that little like kind of stewy face. And then she turns the volume off. Let's listen. Uh, I sound so much better with it on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right, so that's nothing. That's just a video. But whenever anyone has this conspiracy, I like to listen to it. So here's the conspiracy posted by Mariah. Is it Mariah or Mar- Mariah Cat? And uh, the question was asked, why did she delete the TikTok? And here's her theory about Victoria and Greg's video. Let's watch and see if there's any credence to it. I'll get the music started. A theory on the deleted video. All right, guys, I have a crazy Bachelor Nation theory. Okay, maybe it's not crazy, but I'm just being overdramatic. But I'll probably get judged for this video. But let's get into why I think Victoria deleted the video of her and Greg that she uploaded. Yeah, be overdramatic. We're okay with that. Because of Greg singing Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. And the reason why is because it's their song. And let's get into why. So I'm going to play a snippet of the clip. And then we're going to go through why I think Bad Habit is their song. And while you're watching the video, pay attention to the lyrics of the song and Victoria's eyes. It's too late to pursue. So Johnny went on to clickbait this week and he said something about Greg and Victoria talking pre-Paradise. They had a little something going on, but Greg was in a relationship or just starting a relationship. I don't know the details, but she basically just said, like, I'm going to Paradise. That's it. And she went to Paradise. Now let's dive into the lyrics. It says, I wish I knew, I wish I knew you wanted me. I wish I knew. Is it too late to pursue? Kind of mad that I didn't take a at it. Thought you were too good for me, my dear. Never gave me the time of day, my dear. It's okay. Things happen for reasons that I think are sure. This is where it gets crazy. You can't surprise a Gemini. Guess who's a Gemini? Whoa. June 5th, Greg Grippo. He's a Gemini. Gemini. Then to round things off, I looked up the meaning of the song Bad Habit. It says Bad Habit is a song about the missed opportunity to be with a girl he liked. 
The girl liked him and he wanted her, but he didn't try hard enough for some reason. In the song, Steve Lacey admits that he wished he knew she liked him and he asks himself if it's too late to try. So that is why that is their song and she deleted it. What do you guys think of that little theory? Ladies and gentlemen, not a bad theory. We liked it. Mariah Cat with a theory. Actually, you know, we like to promote people uh, through different social media platforms and Mariah over here actually has a lot going on. She's got other... Uh, theories. You know, we love a good theory. Never a theory we won't pursue here. Uh, here's a clip from Victoria Fuller that didn't age well from the Austin AF podcast that Mariah shared on her TikTok. My life, I'm able to keep semi-private. Yeah. So whoever you think I'm dating, I'm definitely not. You know what I mean? Like I love that. Outside people, yeah. I'm like, oh, you're, I'm like <laughs> the person you definitely think I'm dating, I'm definitely not, not dating. Do so. you think? And look, I get the idea that you don't want to have your relationship be public, but I think what they learned in Rome, Italy, is that uh, people will notice if you're with somebody. Like once, I don't know, like after a year of dating someone, do you think that you'll like post about them on social media or is that something like literally I'm not telling people until I'm walking down a fucking aisle? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I recently came to the conclusion that I'm not posting somebody until I have a ring on my finger. Dead I never use that. I never use that sound cue. Isn't that the best? Literally, that is worth a thirty-five dollar check bag just to be, just to have. Here, let's just. You know what? Let's. We like comedy is repetitive. This is for me. It's a Monday morning. We're warming up. Let's listen to one more time. I recently came to the conclusion that I'm not posting somebody until I have a ring on my finger. Dead ass. Dead. We're having fun. We're having fun here. You know, hey, we all contradict each other. Like, luckily for you and I, we just don't have all these media interviews, you know, where it happened. Because, of course, you know, they got the chow uh, tattoo on their arms. And look, in, 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 in parallel news, Johnny Filippo now following Gabby Wendy, who has been pronounced single and loving it. So we'll get into some more stories. This is an interesting one. I've kind of known about this for a little while now. It just really hasn't crossed the threshold of barrel scraping, but it's a Monday. And by the way, I want to tell you guys right now, my next video about Victoria Fuller that I'll be making in two videos, it'll be my third video of the day. I've got a little update here with Serene and Brandon. Brandon, my third video of the day is going to show somebody who worked at an event space that says Greg Grippo and Victoria Fuller were both on the guest list together. Wait a second. On September 8th, 2022, which completely destroys their timeline, they're going to have a conversation um, with Nick Vile. I think it airs tomorrow. And we're going to get more information from them, which probably in most cases, that information will be used. I mean, I don't mean to say against them, but the more they talk, the more people expose that there are receipts everywhere that don't line up with the story. But we'll see. Maybe maybe they'll prove us wrong, which is fine, too. We'll be the first to talk about it if proven wrong. Fans suspect that Johnny DeFilippo was throwing shade at Greg Rippo a month ago when he posted these Instagram photos. So you guys tell me. Leave a comment. Are these photos close enough to each other to be a mockery? We love a good mockery in Bachelor Nation. Of course, Johnny DeFilippo and Greg Rippo have very similar stature, hair. I believe they're both Jersey natives or, you know, at least look like Jersey natives. If you look like you're from Jersey, you might as well be from Jersey because who cares at that point? So here's the photos. Greg Grippo's there, shirtless. Now, if Johnny was actually wearing the shirt the same way, it'd be a little bit closer to mockery. But we've got this photo of them, you know, looking like they're doing their taxes. They're like, how much money did we earn being a contestant on a dating show? 
Zero? Okay. How about, can we deduct shame? <laughs> you know what I mean? Excuse me, officer. I'd like to deduct shame um, from the... Okay, you got the point. All right, so there they are. He said, hey, Warner, yeah, so I think I'm just going to take my royalties now. And of course, that was because Johnny was the center of a storyline where he wasn't making any money off of it. Of course, no royalties. What's um, what's royalties times zero? Of course, he made money on Bachelor in Paradise. And then Greg said, drowning in good service. Swipe to see how I conquered my day-to-day with visible mobile. So... They're doing some advertisements there. Um, where's the third? Oh, is that all we have? That's all we have for those images. So anyway, that's what we have there. And um, just to round it out, let's play a quick clip. For, uh, click a quick clip. Wow, how now, brown cow? Unique New York. A quick clip from the boys on the red carpet, Aaron and Logan. Let's see what they're all talking about here. It's so perfectly. Uh, I mean, obviously, we had like talked about engagement. We were very open about it was like, like how it we was felt. Like, what? And just to let you know why we're sharing this. Last week was so crazy with the Victoria story. We haven't even talked about the happy story. So next video after this one, we're going to share Brand- Brandon and Serene. We can have a little smile. Two or three days before. I drew what Terrible I thought audio. I wanted on a napkin and I slipped it to him and he kept it like in his she pocket said, for days. It. This is it. Study I like, it. I really would love this type of ring. I was like, whatever you give me, like I'll be thankful because it's like our memories and it's something so we picked. When I but saw, I was like, this is what yeah. I want. So when I saw Neil's, I laid it on the table. It's like, if you don't have one of these i can't first I, thing he pulled out i don't know if you saw that first thing he, he literally out, yeah. he literally pulled it out and you were like that's it yeah immediately that was it i was like that's it <laughs> that's how guys shop for rings she said he pulled it out the ring that is <laughs> the diamond the old uh the old the old rock she uh, neil lane pulled out and he goes that's the one i literally <clears throat> about 15 times in my diamond ring shopping thought i found the ring because you know me in again maybe that just means i'm not good with details maybe that means i'm bad at picking out things but that's what guys do you go into the store you're like that's the shirt let's go that's the tuxedo let's go that's the blonde lady let's go you know what i mean where where, where of course if you're wearing the ring you have to be like no i needs to i need the clarity to match my aura Ugh, you know what i mean whatever and when i picked this ring out when i got my ring it was um i'm not kidding i found it within three minutes because i knew what size i wanted and all that jazz and i got it and uh, like they say oh once you get the wedding ring women will be hitting on you left and right no they don't uh, everyone that was on my stand-up show just wanted to meet Tasha. They're like, hi, Dave. Good to meet you. Um, is Tasha around? Tasha is the belle of the ball. She's the star of the show. All right. And let's continue with some more Brandon and Serene content here. Talking about how they first met. Have a listen. This plan. Are y'all living together now? Y'all like have career choices been made for the new city? Tell us about all that. Yeah. Welcome to our new apartment. Okay. There uh, we okay. Go. There we so go. y'all are moved in together? Official. This is our apartment. Um, Ooh, I, I have to know, did y'all pick new furniture or did y'all like merge yeah. furniture? So we oh. just had my couch, but everything else we've been picking together. We, we to make- I love it. You know, whenever you start to live with someone, they're like, oh, how about, you know, that futon you've been sleeping on for 15 years with all those love stains? Let's buy a new couch. It's like, okay. You know. Road trip from Texas, Oklahoma, Texas, all the way to San Diego, California. So nice. it was... Ooh. Yeah, we had a we had a nice little trip. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun, and it was long as hell. You know, they say if you can't go on a road trip with your person and travel with your person, they ain't the right person. So y'all still here today? 
it tested us, but we made it. Through. <laughs> to me, a road trip is just about negotiating bathroom time, bathroom times. You know what I mean? You know, she's always like, I have to pee. It's like, can you wait 32 more exits? No, I really have to pee. How about 25 exits? We have 22. We're going to go in 20 exits. And it's always like, you know, because, hey, look, if we stop every time my wife wants to stop on a road trip, we're just never going to get there. You know what I mean? It's like, do you need to pee or are you looking for beef jerky in the uh, gas state? You know what I mean? There's nothing better than learning about your partner through gas station food. Now, I'm not above it. I am not above a gas station hot dog. Fight me on this one. Fight me on it. I, I'll be honest with you. Shock you guys a little bit right now. I'll be the first to tell you this. I've had a gas station filet of fish before, and it wasn't that bad. Is there footage of any karaoke that you guys sang along the way? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because that's like... That's like the I don't even know the the rite of passage. Like you go take a road trip with your new new woman, and it's like you got to do you got to do karaoke. Got to do karaoke. There's this a uh, really chaotic video. One of my cats like kept escaping, and she had never been out in a car before. And there's this video of him driving, and he's just over it, and the cat's just sitting right behind. And we just think it's like a little. We're like, all right, this is our reality for the next day. So it's been. I love that. Do me a favor. Try to watch this video without smiling. It's been great. It's been great. But yeah, we're in San Diego. Uh, we have, we're making new career changes. It's just, it's been a little tough because uh, keeping everything under keeping wraps. everything a secret and everything. Under I can wraps. only imagine. There's so many bachelor alum out there in uh, San Diego as well. So yeah. Serena, are you still a teacher? So I left teaching before okay. Paradise because I have a degree in journalism and media. And so I've been wanting to kind of venture back into my... Um, well, deg- some teachers explain to me how you can teach without a degree in teaching, which I t- I'm totally thinking is fine. I think we have a shortage of teachers. I'll, I'm glad I let a journalist be a teacher here. But, uh, you know, talk about needing to find your sources. You're writing an essay and, you know, you're tr- trying to, you know, how many times have we made up the bibliography? Oh, yeah, I got this from Miriam Webster. It's like, or did you just copy and paste a, um, you know, blog you found? Degree field. Don't do that. And so I've been waiting to do that, but... I obviously couldn't job search without <laughs> spoiling moving <laughs> the same city as for, for sure. That's definitely what would be what would be your dream job? Like what would be your your ideal gig? Mine? Yeah. Um honestly, like I would love to do Make money by shilling products on Instagram. It looks like it's easy and fun. Yeah, get your bag, girl. Do any kind of hosting. Like, I love to talk. I love to, like, tell stories, whether that's, like, news and, like, retelling stuff or... Oh, she's coming for Brian's lady's job there. Just, like, drawing, like, the eye to a piece of information or something, you know, teaching someone about something, so... It's very broad. For I mean, why isn't Serene? I mean, honestly, could you imagine her as an investigative journalist for Bachelor Nation? It's like I'm Serene Russell reporting from the barrel of the screen. You know, me. I have no idea. No, I think but that you said it right. You put it out in the universe; it'll come back to you. That's like true. Production. I've been putting out to the universe that they get better audio, and it hasn't happened. To be quite honest, they. <laughs> They've been maybe 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 the part of me telling them to quit their podcast has come true. This was their last episode. They're just quitting their podcast. And I'll have to say this. I wonder how many people will follow them that like like I wonder what the numbers were for this podcast. I think they do a really good job. I think if I think it's one of the better podcasts as far as like their ability to let the guests talk, ask good questions, they sound good. I really like talking about podcasts. I just think the fact that it was run through Bachelor Nation took the soul away from it all. And if they actually had equity in it, they'd probably do a better job trying to get better guests, trying to promote it more. But when it's when you don't have equity, and by equity I mean when you don't have ownership stake in the podcast, you take the paycheck, you f around, you find out. What about you, Brandon? 
Oh no. <laughs> well, I don't think we heard that. What'd you say? <laughs> oh, I was like, I was like, she gonna be a producer. <laughs> no. Oh no, no. Cameras. <laughs> I think no. it's like against the law to fall in love on a show and then yeah. become a producer. That's like that's just law. I think yeah, every right contestant right. ever would say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't go from uh, one to the other. School again. I'm gonna I got my degree already, but I'm going back to school to become a barber. Okay, and then I'm, okay. I'm doing media training as well. So I'm gonna do a little bit of both. Okay, but, so hey, I, you know, come on now, you know, I, we, we take our haircut serious. When you're in I'm, LA, man, I might need a little I'm like, yo, I'm, 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 I'm gonna come check you out. That's what I'm saying. Hey, hey. I'm gonna bro, I'm gonna check you out, homie. If it's messed up, I'm letting them know on IG. <laughs> this is what's so smart. This is like when Paulie D, you know, from Jersey, Shore, um, you know, got his DJ career off the ground. And also like when Blake Horseman got his DJ career off the ground. A tangible service that you can do when your fame is done with your career. He'll have a line out the door, people trying to get a haircut from him. He can probably charge a couple extra bucks, stay busy. He can probably travel, do pop-up shops. Imagine if he's like, oh, I'm going to be in Nashville. Who wants their haircut? He puts a little slotted lineup together. Boom, 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 boom. I mean, you saw, you know, Claire Crowley, obviously, if you're doing, not to be sexist, but I think we all know if you're doing women's haircut, they charge more money. Men's haircuts are, are so much cheaper. It's like, boop, boop, boop. Honestly, this is the thing. If men had actual um, access to therapy, the barbershop business wouldn't be as popular. But because we have a hard time talking to other men, we get into the barbershop and it's like, hey, how you doing today? Well... My dad's been causing me a lot of grief. <laughs> it's like the only time we get to talk to each other. Brandon would be great at that. <laughs> I'm messing okay, with okay, you. Hey, let me know a person. Let me know I'm messing with you, at. <laughs> All right, so fun stuff. Like I said, I really like the their ability to uh, get warmth out of their um, out of their guests. I think they do a fantastic job. We'll have to see what they do moving forward. But like I said, you know, another one bites the dust. And one more quick clip um, that I wanted to share. I have all these clips from their podcast interviews that we haven't gotten to. But here's one more quick clip of how Brandon found the eye of Serene. And um, I don't want to say called dibs on her because that's, that's, uh, that doesn't exist. You don't call dibs on people consensually. But if you're with your buddies and you're like, hey, I think I'm, I like her, um, you know, the buddies might clear the way for you to approach her and see if she likes him back the love at first sight tell us about that can we go back to that moment right there was that real did y'all talk to each other prior was there any like maybe i shouldn't be with this person so quickly tell me about that moment yeah i mean for me it was like you know i was up on instagram early watching my boy season and i was like <laughs> hey, oh i was texting clay and i was like hey yo like if you don't pick her let me know thanks uh <laughs> Yeah, and so just from there, I was like, you know, I'm going to be a good boy. We're going to be good. Like, I'm not going to reach out or anything. And then the only thing we had was, like, Genevieve FaceTimed me and was like, hey, there's someone I want you to meet. And it was her. I was like, oh, well, hey, if you're on the beach, let me know. There you go, boy. Talk that talk. And, uh, <laughs> shooters, <laughs> shoot. Uh, so I was like, shooters, shoot, folks. So a nice example. And I actually believe this story where he's like, look, I know I'm going to go on the beach. I know I'm going to see her. So let's just pause on it. I'll tell the producers. Like, he must have known. I mean, he was a finalist on Michelle Young season, right? He he proposed. He got his heart broken, ripped out of his, you know, did he actually get to the proposal or did she dump him first? Either way, it was a sweaty and sad mess. But she was also a fine, how, how far down the, I mean, she was, she was a top contender, to say the least, on Matt James season, right? So, of course, when they mentioned to the producers, when he's like, oh, yeah, I actually think she, she's cute. And if she's like, oh, yeah, I think Brandon's cute, the producers are like, oh, boy, get him in, bring him in. And then the producers literally, 
literally just want, you know, they're like, all right, bring in all the sexy people, Brandon and Serene first, get them in, you know what I mean? So, okay. It's like, I was like, yo, I was talking to my producer. I was like, yo, as soon as, as soon as I hit the beach, I'm going right to her. He's like, Brett. And then tell him what happened. And then he kept me there for like. I was and, there first. And, I, and when he said that, I they're like, no, nah, he's not going yet. Yeah, you're not going yet. <laughs> that not makes going. sense. That oh, makes sense. Producer, producers work harder than anybody else. So that makes right? sense. <laughs> <laughs> and how about a final Greg and Victoria video to round up the day? We're kind of barrel scraping in the Victoria Fuller, Greg Rippo era, but more info is going to be coming out tomorrow on Nick Vile's podcast because he's going to be interviewing them and we're sure to get down. And of course, that interview will be leaning in the direction of supporting Victoria and Greg. Of course, they're all friends, but we'll have to see. I'm sure there'll be some critical questions that Nick will have. I'm sure he's going to want to please the people that um, that are doubting um, the, uh, the sort of sincerity of their timeline. Now, I'm going to talk about somebody who's reached out to me that works at a venue that actually saw them getting cozy together on a certain date. Again, this information has been as vetted is it's been vetted as far as I possibly could, which is not that far. It's not that farly vetted. I want to let you guys know that this could be somebody who uh, made something up and told it to me. For all I know, I have not seen the guest list that has their names on it. I just want to let you guys know that right up front, we're going to get into this story. I'm not pretending like this has um, been something that's got a notary on it and signed, sealed, and delivered. This is just something that might point to a clue that debunks their timeline. Um, all right. So, but but by the way, uh, someone had brought this to my attention from five years ago. Uh, this is a song called "Be I'm Gone," and this is by uh, actually by. Um, Johnny Filippo, which by the way, he looked great with that long hair, but he wrote this five years ago before um, Victoria was in his life. But I wonder if this is a, a ringtone that might have been sent in her direction. All right. So anyway, let's get into the story here. Um, we were trying to place together. Now, is this a clip here? Okay. So New York Fashion Week was September 9th to September 14th. Uh, the timeline of which um, when Greg uh, would enter the picture is the biggest question that people have regarding Victoria and Greg's relationship. Was there overlap when she was still in engaged to Johnny Filippo. Of course, we know end of September, or was it October? Jeez, maybe it was end of October. Uh, they were seen in Rome, and of course then, several weeks later, the after uh, the reunion episode of Bachelor in Paradise aired. So, September 9th to the 14th was New York Fashion Week, which is the week where all Bachelor alumni go. They just go there, they go to Revolve, it's an influencer week. So this photo, which is, you know, these are uh, basically stock images, that not stock, but these were taken by photographers with their timestamps on them, uh, and of course, if you want to buy them, you can. I don't know why you would, but somebody might. Uh, but anyway, I, I bring this photo up because this was dated to New York Fashion Week, of course, September 8th, 2022 the day in question that they were seen possibly canoodling with Victoria Fuller and Greg Rippo. So Victoria was posted here 11 weeks ago, uh, tagged in a New York Fashion Week, so we know she was there. That's not in dispute. And let's go through the timeline. Here's the timeline presented by Us Magazine. Um, Victoria Fuller and Greg Rippo's relationship timeline as of a couple days ago. I'm sure this doesn't include all of the uh, additional sort of clues that we have, but this is where we stand right now. 2021, the twosome first crossed paths at Governor's Ball in New York City. So they met last year. Very nice. Uh, spring of 2022, before, of course, Bachelor in Paradise filmed, Filippo claimed that Grippo and Fuller had a thing pre-Paradise, noting that she told him about their relationship on the beach. Of course, this photo was actually posted this week, so don't think that this photo that they're sharing here was a photo from, from that time period. These are just um, the accusations that... 
uh, Johnny made of when he thinks they first started talking. Summer of 2022, Victoria Fuller picked Johnny DeFilippo over Alex while filming Bachelor in Paradise in June. The series wrapped by early July, but didn't premiere until September. The fact that this show premiered in the fall, I don't know if that caused more of a dumpster fire or what, but it really makes the timeline... Uh, tough because they're actively trying to keep things under wraps, so it's hard to find the receipts. July 2022. According to Victoria Fuller, she and DeFilippo split within three weeks of leaving the show. Now, I don't know why it says July. There was a possibility for us to potentially work towards something. Breakups are confusing, right? I mean, we all know that. I'd be crazy to say that I cut off communication completely, she later explained to us. We ended our engagement three weeks after, and then shortly after that, we were completely done. So, this is where it's complicated. She says they ended their engagement, and then she said shortly after that, we were completely done. So three weeks after filming, the engagement ends, but that doesn't mean the relationship ended. And of course, it could have ended for her. It could have ended for both of them, and he refused to believe it. She could have said, we are done, and he's still trying to go after her. It's not cheating if she says, we are done. You're done. It only takes one to end a relationship, you know, unless it's your cable bill, in which case they don't let you, you know, you try to cancel three times, and they're like, well, how about we sign you? up for Hulu Plus. And it's like, well, why don't you get out of here? What are you talking about? September 2022, according to Johnny DeFilippo, he and Fuller officially broke up mid-December. Okay, so here is where we have a little bit of a conundrum, folks. We have Johnny DeFilippo saying they officially broke up mid-December. So that means anything before mid-December in Johnny's eyes would be considered cheating. Again, it's up to other people what they think and feel about this scenario. Now, we have August 2022. In late August, Greg Grippo and Victoria Fuller saw each other at Nick Vile's girlfriend's Natalie Joy's birthday party. Johnny DeFilippo alleged everything changed after that party. So he says um, he started getting the silent treatment from Victoria. He would text her. She would respond the next day. If you've ever been in a relationship where this happens, it's heartbreaking because you're on the edge of your seat waiting for them to text back. But you know, if you overly text them, then they're going to be like, you're just being too needy. And it's like, you're only needy. He's like, you're only thirsty when you haven't been provided water. You know what I mean? Maybe that's codependent of me, but it's like, keep each other well fed. Keep those uh, wells full and uh, not wells, you know, atoms, but to keep the water wells full and you won't go thirsty. Johnny's just looking for a straw. Uh, August, as uh, the straw that broke uh, Victoria's back in the bed. Okay, okay, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, we're making links here, folks. It's Monday. Uh, in late August, Grippo and Fuller saw each other at, okay, we already got that. So that was late August. Um, and again, not as far as we know, nothing happened there other than there were photos posted that, that showed them at the same place. So it showed them at the crime scene, as it were. October 2022 is where it gets interesting. Reality Steve shared snaps of uh, Victoria Fuller and Greg Grippo in Rome on October 25th and October 26th. All right, no mention the fact that I shared photos too, but we did. I And again, at the time, I didn't believe they were a thing. I thought it was photos of Johnny, but then Johnny posted a photo saying unwell in Miami. And then you go, oh, maybe it was Greg Grippo. And then, of course, we got the photos of Greg's face. And we go, no, 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 it's officially Greg Grippo season in the Victoria Fuller world. Um, Johnny DeFilippo's brother reportedly liked an Instagram comment calling Fuller trashy. We covered all that story. And then in November, Nick Vile dropped a video of Victoria Fuller kissing Greg Grippo weeks before Bachelor in Paradise finale aired. 
Uh, and then, of course, in November, during the reunion, Johnny accused Fuller of cheating with Grippo, which she re repeatedly denies. It sucked for sure. It just kind of made me believe that anything she said didn't hold weight anymore. And I had my suspicions, and I kind of thought that there was always something going on. And then it just makes you think, when did it start? It's a weird feeling. I'm going to show the receipts from the person who reached out to me that they were at a party. Um, but um, Johnny says, I was not there at the party. I just know everything kind of changed after that day. That being the party in August where they officially would have canoodled. I mean, apparently they had met in the spring, but in August, Johnny was like, I was with her till mid-September. Now we've got September 8th is the date where did they meet at Nick, uh, Nick Files and then go to this exclusive bar in New York City where there's no photos being taken. Greg and I, and then uh, me, meanwhile, Fuller, meanwhile, gushed to us about how supportive Greg Grippo was during the ordeal. Greg and I have very similar values, and so we just uh, figured it out right now. Yeah, the deal is he's going to be super supportive, and then you'll just have to make sure when it's time for, for Victoria and Greg to fight, because every couple does, that they'll still be supportive or will it be one of those jockeying to play the victim jealousy fracture in the relationship type of thing he's been nothing but uplifting and encouraging through this whole experience and that's the type of partner that i want somebody who makes me feel good and makes me feel like a better person i think greg might move to nashville for me we'll see i own a house so i'm not going anywhere it was the sweetest thing ever for him to join me on stage at the reunion he didn't ask for anything he just wanted to be there to support me and i couldn't ask for a better boyfriend all right well greg moved to nashville the twosome spent Thanksgiving dinner together. Send all the hate that you desire my way, but please leave my mother and family out of this. Posted Greg Rippo. Of course, we agree. And that's where that ends. Um, we have Mayor, our friend Mariah Cat posted this TikTok. So what kind of day would it be without a little Greg and Victoria update? So Victoria just posted this on her story. Looks like they were in LA today at the Melrose Trading Post, which if you didn't know, is like a super cool flea market with food. All right, so there they are in a dirty Oops, sorry about that, in a dirty window. At the timeline, whose timeline do you believe more? 2,200 people said Johnny's. 266 said Victorian Greg's. So, and then the other said neither's. So the people that support Johnny's timeline, it's 10 to 1. 10 to 1 are the people that support Johnny's timeline. My, my guess is the truth is leaning on Johnny's side, but not exactly as crazy as people might want it to believe. So I got this post. I got this sent to me. Not sure when Bachelor in Paradise ended filming, but I know the date of September 8th for sure because it was the after party for a big event. Hard to believe she didn't cross a line emotionally and not sure what timeline they're trying to push. Here are the receipts. Nick, Victoria, and Greg were seen at the Blonde in New York City at an after party, blah, 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 through on September 8th. Victoria and Greg were very cozy. No photos, but they were marked on the guest list. Just hard to believe they were just friends in that moment, but this was pre-Bachelor in Paradise airing, so didn't know she was supposed to be with Johnny. So what will be interesting tomorrow on Nick's podcast, which I'm assuming they already aired, maybe I could have held on to this information to see if we could catch them in a lie, but I wanted to share it with you guys. And we'll see if they talk about... Um, if, 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 and again, we're, these are all hypotheticals, but if Victoria says something like, I did not kiss or I did not see uh, Greg in person till October 17th, one month after X, Y, and Z, then we'll say, no, you guys were on the guest list. Now, you can be on a guest list and not be seen together, but this person also says that they were canoodling. They were getting very cozy. Now, maybe it was drafty outside. Maybe they needed to stick together for body warmth. 
Maybe they were practicing, um, you know, the Heimlich maneuver. Uh, there's a new face-to-face version where they kiss each other while they do it. I don't know, folks. I don't know. But of course, Nick's going to have them on his podcast, I believe, tomorrow. And we'll have to see how that all plays out. I'd love to know what you guys think. It's always nice to get some uh, debunking by fans. Um, again, uh, I'm going to try to get a copy of that guest list, not to be creepy, but hey, here we are. And meanwhile, I'll be in the mobile studio uh, for the next day or so in Rhode Island. And then we head to New York City. I've got stand-up shows Thursday and Friday night. Thursday at Westside Comedy Club, 7 p.m. Friday, it's a midnight show, actually, um, at the Comedy Shop in uh, on Bleecker next to McDougal. So we'll be out before and after our shows, hanging out with friends, family, and you guys. So if you're in New York City want to be a part of those festivities, you know where to find us. And I'll actually post my show from Saturday night on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. If you want to check that out, it's a private membership-only uh, community. We're going to have a ton of content on there. I've just been traveling, of course, so it's hard to make um, all these different uh, videos and podcasts and all that. But Bachelor Rush Hour will be live this afternoon. Bachelor Rush Hour, wherever you listen to podcasts. So all that content available for you. I'll post, I'm sorry, uh, September, um, November 26th was my stand-up show this past Saturday in Newport. We sold it out. It was amazing. Big shout out to everyone who came. We got to meet some really cool audience members. And I, the thing I love more than anything is when the husbands of the audience members go, oh yeah, like uh, my wife listens to you every morning. You keep her busy. Thank you so much. They're just the nicest guys. They're super cool. I appreciate them coming out. And um, and uh, thank you guys all for your support. Leave a comment. We'll talk to you later. Bye now.